Hey guys, welcome back to SoFi episode 5 part 2. The topic for this episode is honor and duty. We shall be starting from where we left off in the last episode in 3, 2, 1. If you've yeah. watched any of those videos of, for example, a girl getting molested and then she goes back and hits that guy. Like there's a sense of enjoyment. You're like, yeah. yeah, that fucker got what he deserved. But uh, if a third party, if a guy, for instance, comes and saves the girl, then you're just like, that's sexist or whatever. It does not yeah. feel that good. It's like, of course, the right thing happened, but it feels far better. The girl the person has exactly, who stands up for themselves. And that is an essential feature again of honor societies where you take care of your own business no one else needs to get involved because true, true. your reputation reputation is on the line no one else is going to lose anything yeah but uh, in a in, in a current society if you for example do not stand up for yourself you don't lose anything in that sense because reputation has been downgraded in our society what is more important uh, than reputation is what, what is it money influence and and material yeah. material belongings that you can that that are more power than abstract notions of things like reputation right yeah because material objects uh, have far more value so if, if you know for example if someone goes and challenges john cena john cena to a, a, a wait, pub wait. brawl right okay and if he lived in an honor society if he did not stand up no matter who he was it didn't wouldn't have mattered he would have lost all his standing in society but we know he's john cena uh, john cena so he need not get involved in the pop role and we still know he's far stronger than the other guy i think that is the difference because of his reputation is based on a very on his history on his history on his material past of what he has achieved but i feel even even in the even in today's scenario if it got out in the media that someone challenged john cena and turned him down it would reflect poorly on yeah yeah, if someone openly challenged John Cena and they got into a physical fight with him and he didn't do anything or he got... Might beat. reflect well on him as well because he knows he'll beat the shit out of him. So, he just like, no, let, let depends, the guy go. It yeah. depends. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what kind of people are looking at it. Exactly. Yeah, what kind of culture the people come from. Because, again, there are people who might say that if, if this guy knows it's John Cena he's still challenging, challenging him. Then it's a valid. Exactly. The guy. Yeah, the guy. The guy is taking it upon himself. Is the is the guy's responsibility yeah. whatever happens. Yeah. yeah, it's not his. It's exactly. Not John yeah, responsibility. yeah, yeah. True. So like that again becomes a matter for honor of if John honor, Cena yeah. refuses because then it was John Cena who was afraid. This guy gave a declaration knowing that this guy was John Cena. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I had a very Bollywood example for this. Yeah, it was it was that dialogue that uh, there was ghar hai. Gadi hai, bangla hai, paisa hai, tumhari paas kya hai. Yeah, and she was like, mehe paas maa hai. Exactly. And that implies a sense of ki haan, dekho, I'm such an honorable person that my mother is still with me. But our mother left you. Exactly. In spite of all the money you have, all the reputation you have. Yeah, and that, again, so that's why I feel that the honor system hasn't hasn't completely left. Because of how deeply interested yeah. it is. I feel it has just translated to other ways of... Manifesting. Manifest, yeah. Other ways of manifesting. It has transformed from violence to uh, mental torture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it has adapted to the culture that we live in today. Yeah. Which is why, as you said, becoming a doctor becomes a matter of honor. So yeah. it's no longer about food or, or taking care of your own business or getting revenge. It's about who you are in a capitalist society that you can no longer just reject. Yeah. 
because that is the way of thing. So it has evolved in a very different way today, but it still exists. True. But uh, I mean, look at so many people today who say that it is good that honor cultures are gone, right? Because there is this uh, guy called Steven Pinker. He's a Steven what? Steven Pinker. Pinker. Yeah, he's okay. a psychologist. So he's from Harvard. So uh, I mean, he's a liberal and all that, obviously. So he <laughs> okay. uh, he had this notion, and he believes that enlightenment is very good. And he wrote a book about how things have gone far better because of enlightenment, because of democracy and all that. Mm. Because he does not like the fact that we question democracy and more people want to be communists and all that. Mm. So he says honor is a very stupid thing which exists because other people think that other people believe that it exists. That Okay, say that again more slowly. So he believes that honor exists because people believe that other people believe that other people believe that it exists. Right? Okay. So right. you believe that someone else believes that someone it's else. It's a mutually accepted delusion. Exactly. It's okay. a mutually accepted. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm quoting him verbatim. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, it's a mutually accepted delusion. Okay. Uh, so that is a way in which you can dismiss honor as something which is a delusion, which results in things that are irrational, hmm. because central to the Enlightenment project is the idea of rationality, right? It, which is irrational and which ends up in consequences that are violent. Hmm. which bring out our worst instincts okay. which bring out the worst sides of our uh, of our nature and that is celebrated because they cite examples of islamic countries sharia is an entirely honor based code yeah. of conduct and and law because it evolved in the 7th century where honor was very important and which is why sharia is cited as an example of why honor culture is so difficult and so dangerous to have which should be rejected entirely for a self-esteem uh, enlightenment based culture that we live in today so that humans are more important than your entire societies yeah so that atharva is more important than your entire family or or the entire clan that you come from stuff like that so what are your views on uh, on that argument because of course you have bad consequences coming out of on earth but what do you think about can you justify it in a way uh i have I don't know, man. Okay, uh, so the thing is, <laughs> honor-based systems, yeah, honor-based systems, they have, they seem to have an inherent sense of justice. Yeah. Okay, I do not, I do not know how to quantify this. Uh, I don't even know whether like it is valid in a philosophy podcast. Uh, but. We've all okay. So we have to understand that before we develop philosophy, before we developed a culture, yeah, we have we are humans. We have evolved from a certain species of animal. Yeah, we have evolved as a society, and we have evolved civilizations as a function of evolution. Evolution yeah. as so as a function of cognitive evolution. Yeah. So because of that, I feel honor is uh, an honor-based system. is a very efficient system okay the concept of efficiency i feel precedes morality yeah all right and because because it inherently precedes morality i feel it is outside the purview of morality all right and now now people might say that is a very fucked up view all right if something is efficient even if it is immoral you should do it like no. yeah I, i i get it but that is that is, that is not what i'm saying that's a very simplistic understanding of it what i'm trying to say is that if there are 
societal codes, if there are moral societal codes that make it seem immoral, that implies a certain inefficiency. Yeah. So your job is to remove that inefficiency to make the system efficient again. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So if if certain honor codes seem to be too regressive in modern society, alright, because society has always progressively gotten more modern. Yeah. Yeah. So and uh, like societal laws, even laws that were predetermined have always changed with times. So if an honor-based system that developed like centuries ago still exists, it should exist on par with current times. Yeah. Alright. It should exist under the purview of current society because if it is a moral, if if it is an honor system that is out of touch with current times, if it is out of its time, yeah, then it is inefficient. If it is inefficient by then by itself, it loses its inherent values. Inherent values is the fact that it's efficient. Yeah, efficient. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the what you need to do is to make it efficient again. So what I feel that in in North India, yeah, in North India there are these panchayats, uh, khap panchayat, khap panchayat, Haryana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there there are a form of kangaroo courts, uh, that are a law by itself, a law unto itself, and it's it's very scary the kind of things that happen. Yeah. Under the name of law, under the name of honor, honor yeah. over there, which is very fucked up because it stems from an honor code that developed centuries ago. It stems from an honor code that is not at par with current times, and that's why it is wrong. It is inefficient. The way it handles itself is apart from the society it lives in. It functions exactly. All right, out of touch with the times. Out of touch with the times. So as long as I feel that's why honor codes always exist because there are rational people, rational people exist and they have an inherent sense of moral code as well, which is in touch with the times. So their moral code says, Ki haan, if someone does something wrong, you should send them to jail. Okay, their honor code says that. Their honor code dictates, Ki haan, tike, now I've done the honorable thing by sending this guy to jail. Alright, they're still following an honor code. It's just that the criteria for what constitutes as honorable or dishonorable is different. Yeah. And I feel that should change with the times and that should not get stuck up in what was considered right before. Yeah. Because that is invalid as soon as times change and as soon as the cultural context changes. Yeah, so you mean to say that honor in itself is not a problem. It is what honor is applied to. Right? Yeah. So you can, because the concept of honor which is based on proportionality in itself is a very powerful and effective manner of human cultural evolution. Right? As you uh, suggest, but uh, the way it is applied to the thing that is applied today is what is problematic. The way it is applied on women, because honor in in a way is, has always been a, f- a tool for oppression, <laughs> and it's been a woman's burden, right? Yeah, it is always upon the woman to preserve the modesty of the family or the honor of the family, right? And the, for the man to avenge it, mm. and that puts in the problematic notions that are used today to deride the concept of honor itself. So, uh, as you suggest, I also think that the honor as honor as a binding tool for society for, is far more powerful than what we have today. Because, I mean, when uh, uh, Marx wrote about the alienation we have under capitalism, right? I think instead of capitalism, we should just have written the alienation that we have in modern society. society yeah. Any sort of industrialization, not capitalistic. Any The fact that human beings no longer have to go scavenging and fight with each other for mm. food is in itself the reason why uh, things have happened the way they have happened. 
so uh, it is the move moving away from honor societies that have that has resulted in the alienation that we see now capitalism exacerbates it that's the word right i don't know exaggerates it okay exaggerates it because uh, you do not because of the layers of things involved but it is always there as soon as you move away from honor because you no longer get to reap the benefits directly because they are far more removed you no longer have a sense of community mm. right because uh, if you've been to a village right which is a very pre-industrial society where everyone has to fend for themselves against nature co-depend again yeah fend for themselves against nature and they have to be answerable to each other for yeah. everything that they do they because do, yeah. because they are both dependent on each other and uh, which is why they cannot like cheat Not each other yeah. they are also socially dependent on exactly, each other because yeah. they are married exactly, in those yeah. houses and you cannot leave right you cannot leave yeah it, because the important part in industrial societies is mobility yeah. the fact that you can move around so if you fucked up exactly you yeah. fucked up badly in one place you can always move away you can start a new which is the so, american dream yeah to me american dream is the fact that you can fuck up and then start again there's the opportunity to start again. exactly sure. but in a village society in a pre industrial society you cannot move because mm. you do not have the assets everything that you have is you're rooted deeply rooted exactly yeah. you are indebted yeah you you have duty to that land you cannot leave it which is why you, if you cannot leave it you cannot do things because you will have to suffer the consequences if not you your children will which is why the entire idea of uh, uh the son must pay the father's uh, uh debts yeah because we fucked up idea when you are honest with is it okay i have a question is it legally applicable no Needs to pay his no, it is not legally. I mean, it's not legally applicable in the sense that if you're if you're dead, right, and you do not have college debt paid, then your son does not pay it. Instead, your assets go away. We are no no longer hyper local, right? You're no longer hyper local. So, for that's example, that's a very that's a very niche word. Please define it. Okay, you're a hyper local. I mean, local local meaning that you exist in a small certain space and time. and hyper meaning a lot <laughs> the very small <laughs> so uh, we are no longer hyper local in that sense and which is why the idea of global globalization and all that comes in so if for example i am from odisha right yeah but i can entirely go away from my state right because uh, for example i know english or hindi or whatever i can start my life again entirely new from america cut all my contacts steal someone's uh, identity or anything that yeah. data breach whatever you do something you start again and if i have back home killed someone i can still go away run away from it yeah that you can that cannot be done in an honest society which is what i meant by you not facing your consequences you can always that leave that can always even that can be done in honest societies people always leave their responsibility they just fuck off no that's what you cannot because Uh, as we like it is not honorable to do that but like people still do it so <laughs> if you do it right yeah your family will have to suffer for it because all of you cannot do it by the fact that none of you oh, have no, the like resources that. none of you have the resources for all of you to do it like because that, yeah. like okay, okay, okay. like because we posited yeah responsibility for that action falls on no yeah. one and we posited the fact uh, that honor exists in societies that were less resourceful yeah so, so you did not really. have the precondition to run away so even if one person runs away the others have to suffer Right, which is the, what is not applicable today, and that gives uh, that provides that makes you alienated. That makes you alienated, and you have to take refuge in abstract notions of rights and and democracy and all mm-hmm. that to find meaning in them. You have to find meaning in them. 
earlier people found meaning in each other and in god and religion religion is a very uh, important tool in making honor society is what it is yeah right in hinduism as you mentioned dharma which uh, i think we should touch think, upon a little more okay so and, uh, <clears throat> dharma i think the foremost text that is considered on dharma is mahabharat not not mahabharat entirely mahabharat is more more of a socio cultural dharma yeah uh dharma is truer like in its more abstract sense is exploring the bhagavad gita bhagavad gita mahabharat but yeah mahabharat itself is a whole commentary on dharma it is on conflicting dharmas right okay so uh, all right this this might be a slight digression but uh, we can always cut this out if it's yeah, yeah. a digression okay so uh, i i really like the mahabharata it is uh, it, i like it better than ramayana yeah personally uh, because i feel it is a more accurate depiction of human cause and effect yeah and it is a more accurate exploration of human consequence like the consequences of human actions and the shit that happens due to the decisions of a few people yeah and that is that is very true because because of the society we we have lived in since the time we started living together in cities we have always been greatly influenced by actions of other people yeah, yeah. countries go to war it's about complexity it yeah. is exactly it is about complexity and mahabharata is an uh, is an extremely complex text when it comes to the interplay of dharma and the interplay and the conflict between that the duty that a certain person i feels. mean we think kauravas are the bad guys but they go to heaven right while pandavas end up in hell Okay. Not hell, okay. not heaven and hell in the Christian concept, but yeah. No, no, okay. That is, we, we, they do. I, I'll come to that. They do. They do not go to hell. It is a more complex story than that. Yes. I'll come. To but Corvus do go to heaven. Yeah, they go. They do go. To and Pandavas are surprised that they were in hell. I'll come there, Atish. I'll come there. Uh, so, uh, so in in Mahabharata, the thing is, uh, the Corvus and the Pandavas, yeah, they have different ideologies. They have different goals, and. Though a lot of what uh what is the guy's name? Which guy? Main Kaurava, head guy, Chivan. <laughs> Duryodhan. Duryodhan. Yeah. In spite uh, in, like Duryodhan <laughs> is a guy who is I feel who is pure India to a certain extent. Pure id. Yeah, Freudian id, right? Yeah, a yeah, Freudian yeah. id. Yeah, he's he's pure id. Yeah. And uh he he is he is he's unbounded it which results in a lot of problems hmm. and his his actions result in consequences for his whole family a hundred different people yeah have to go to war for what for duryodhan's ambition yeah yeah and again though duryodhan is wrong his brothers aren't for supporting him and yet all of them suffer yeah, and yet all of them suffer yeah because that is their dharma to support their brother exactly yeah, yeah. and that is essentially what is even espoused in the bhagavad gita what what uh, krishna says to arjuna. arjuna yeah it is your duty to do this it might seem wrong it might seem unethical it might be unethical okay yeah but it is your burden to bear it's yeah. your duty to do as as it is something that you agreed upon when you took up this job yeah when you took up this when you agreed to this relationship with your brothers it is something that you, your duty bound to do it is your yeah. dharma to do and that's why uh, i feel it is it was very manipulative of krishna to do that all right because dharma again is it, it binds you only if you allow it to okay any kind of honor any kind of duty based system any kind of honor based system only binds you if you allow it to but you can not escape it eternally right you can only accept 
like you can only reject it for the time being no see because again you're so, going to be reborn again right? no that's what i'm saying but that's, your family's going to no that's what i'm saying if if in the mahabharata if the other 100 if the other 99 brothers and one sister had disowned duryodhan yeah, yeah. and been like you want to be jutes like what are you thinking you fucking yeah. okay just settle for what you have you have yeah. fucking in the way you want to progress yeah. okay they would have just said that okay it wouldn't have been a problem Yeah, if they, but because this in that timeline, yes. Yeah, in that timeline, yeah. if because disowning is a problem because people uh, there is a human sentiment involved and people do not disown. That is why dharma, that is why duty, that is why honor has power over you. Now, if you decide that we are not like if 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 there is an orphan, that's why a lot of pivotal characters, that's why a lot of characters who influence change in a lot of stories are orphans. Why are they orphans? They are orphans because. they are free exactly yeah all right there's nothing they nothing can hurt they owe, them they own nothing they own nothing to anybody because yeah. anything that could affect them all right their It's consequence not. like their actions have the consequences only on themselves mm-hmm. and that yeah. is a very modern version of it yeah, yeah. but to, for that to happen you have to completely give up on your family yeah all right and that's why even even in all modern like even in all epics in indian epics mythological epics anyone who uh, the all these sages all these rishis they always they had to give up their families all right a king's duty after he hands over the kingdom to his son is to go away to the forest yeah. all right it's to give up shit because then it is to escape that honor it is to give up all those responsibility everything it's to just pass it on and be like it's also days. because you cannot enjoy the fruits of power without having the uh, cost of power because after you've given up true, true, true. on ruling you no longer have to have that burden so you cannot enjoy the fruits that come true, with true. it yeah so you must leave both yeah so you cannot yeah. like still remain in the palace and exactly. enjoy being an yeah. ex-king. ex-king yeah you can't be barack obama getting uh, book deals <laughs> when you're no longer president <laughs> and nothing against obama but yeah uh, so dharma is in a so the way i think about dharma is it is the reason why if everyone does their dharma society remains the way it is human beings are human beings because they have dharma yeah right because animals like fish eat fish mm-hmm. now that is not wrong yeah. right because there is no right and wrong in the animal world there has to be a right and wrong in the human world because we are not animals because we have to differentiate ourselves from animals civilization is born at the very moment where you draw the line that we will not be killing everyone just because we can kill them so if everyone were to fight each other i'm pretty sure we could have a perfect hierarchy a perfect society where everyone will be ordered and the weak would be oppressed and we can all live happily the people on in power but the reason why we do not do that where we do not eat each other like metaphorically is because or literally is because we have to draw this line between humanity and animal and which is where i think the entire notion of duty dharma honor all of it comes in. because okay, if you feel it is very interesting i feel that you brought up humanity okay because humanity is a concept that comes from i, I, I what i think I, i think it comes from understanding and compassion yeah okay these are uh, understanding and compassion are the two greatest values that define humanity okay. yeah and uh, coming back to the question of the afterlife which we were talking about because this it has got to do with this So that's why that is, that is why I feel that Mahabharata is a great text, yeah, because it is a commentary on humanity and the consequences of human actions. So in the end, what happens is after all, after the Mahabharata, after the war is over, these guys rule for some years, and then the five brothers and their one wife, 
they take sanyas together yeah okay so they go into the forest and they are like ha we'll walk towards heaven that is not shown on the tv show yes i i, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen the tv yeah. show uh, but so they are like ha they take sanyas together and they 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 are like i'll walk towards heaven and one by one each of them starts dying on the way yeah and towards the end only, only yudhishthir and his dog remain and his dog remains yeah. yeah and his dog is not allowed entry into heaven and yudhishthir has to let go of his dog to get into heaven and there's some scene like that i'm not but he says he won't because this guy has accompanied because him uh, till, till the, the end, end so yeah. he so, cannot leave him behind just to enter just to enter yeah. and uh, when he enters heaven uh, he sees that he doesn't see his brothers and sisters over there yudhishthir is dharma himself right he's, he is referred to the, as dharma he, he's the yeah. son of dharma yeah Uh, but he's referred to, to as dharma dharma putra, yeah. Yeah, dharma putra. dharma himself and embo- human embodiment Man of dharma, dharma. Uh, so uh, when he enters uh, what the indian version of heaven yeah uh, swarglok swarglok when he enters over there he sees that all the kauravas are over there duryodhan is over there but his brothers and sisters are missing not, yeah okay but it's actually a test in reality that's not the case yeah. uh, it's actually a test so uh, he sees that his brothers and sisters are missing so he goes and complains to indra he goes in his leg ek kya chutiya pe bhai what the fuck dude and indra is like how can i show you where your brothers and sisters are and he shows them and he, he sees that they are in hell and they are being tortured and shit and he gets damn pissed okay is like what the fuck and uh, <laughs> in, like indra is like yeah, i get your frustration but this was a test i wanted to see if you could like get over your thing you know I'm not exactly sure what happens in this, but it is revealed the it is revealed that everyone is in Swarglok together, and it is because of the fact that you have to understand everyone behaves due to certain things. Yeah, due to their own yeah. certain karmic debts that need to be paid, due to their own certain justifications in which they were valid. Yeah. All right. Now, just because their actions had a certain consequence on you. And you decided to re- like seek retribution that led to certain further consequences. Further retributions, yeah. All right. Now revenge is, begets is, revenge. Is, exactly. That is just yeah. a cycle of cause and uh, effect, which both of you are freed from now. Okay. None of you yeah, are exactly. e- bad or good. None of you are like that. None of you is evil. Yeah. Both of you are product of your circumstances. Because and bad and good apply only to that certain existence that you no longer have now. Exactly. You're beyond it now. Yeah. You're beyond it. So I feel that is a very collective. That's yeah. a great take on what humanity represents, yeah. Yeah, and it represents a certain understanding, and that's uh, that's why I feel which is key for peace, and it is key for peace, and that's why again the honor-based system comes from. It comes from an understand a a a a place of understanding. Ki how I won't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, it comes from the understanding. Ki how we both are humans. We both need to live and survive, so we demarcate territory to apna dek, me apna dekta. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we we won't intentionally fuck with each other so that nothing bad happens. Yeah. Okay, and that is how you maintain peace. That's why I feel yeah. it's a very just system. Yeah. Which is why when something bad happens, you have to treat it like that so that other people do not follow suit and exactly. things don't and fall apart exactly. entirely. Exactly. What are your parting comments, notes on? So my parting comments are uh, while we. So my parting comments are while we have posited how honor cultures. when they get alienated from the reasons and the specific reasons why they exist in the first place can be problematic on itself is very important and the reason why we are so alienated and all the problems that we have today is because there is no longer that honor attached you no longer feel like you have to maintain your word you, you no, no longer, longer feel duty bound exactly no longer yeah. feel duty bound so which is why we have this myth of self exploration where you have to go to 
I don't know, fucking roam and explore yourself so you understand who you are. Earlier, there was no such nonsense and less people, <laughs> less people were torn about what they were because you were what you were born into yeah. and you had to do with that. It is because of the immense amount of wealth we have today, immense amount of expendable wealth. Exactly. Expendable wealth that we have today, which, which begets no consequence. You can do anything with it and get away with it, which is why we have these notions of, we've put too much importance on ourselves that we are so important that we must explore ourselves with such detail true, true. so you you no longer owe anyone anything in a certain way it's liberating but in all but with liberation comes with alienation right when you're free you're free from everything otherwise you're not free so when you're free there is nothing you have you exist in a vacuum and when you exist in a vacuum there's no point to it in my sense uh, in the way i think about it so which is why i think Honor is very essential because it is the reason why human beings evolved to be humans in the first place. Mm. If we can no longer be loyal to each other to do things that we want to do for, uh, the, common for, good, for yeah. the common good, then I mean, we might as well be um, robots. On that, on that very weird last note. Robots are not weird. Sex robots okay. are. Alright, calm down, Nasimo. <laughs> Sex robots are weird. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so all right. for more, actually, check out this book by uh, this philosopher called Tamla Summers called "Why Honor Matters." He is a philosopher at the University of Houston. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, the podcast, I think. Reference. Yeah. Like no, this. I mean you should check it out because yeah. uh, it's 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 a small book, very easy to read, and it goes in depth about why honor is important. Yeah. And what were you saying? I wasn't saying anything, dude. I was just saying bye. Bye, guys. Good night. See you. Be honorable. Good night. Okay, good evening. Good morning. Yeah, be honorable. Yeah, man. Be honorable. Do not not steal other people's cows. No, okay. (laughs) Don't be dicks, dude. Don't be dicks. That's all. Okay, bye. Don't eat eat beef. (laughs) Bunker.